As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Uh, you are now tuned into anything potable, the most honorable, the most audible, like Paul Pierce when he was fresh out the hospital. Like Antoine when he shimmied after shots went through. So tell me why you mad even. Your team gonna be sad leaving after matching up with Brad Stevens. Each season, champion contenders. We drop twice a week like you trying to guard Kemba. Your team whack and your players whacker. I got the inside scoop after hanging up with Jay and Packer. Okay, we about chips here. I'm talking about this year. Banner 12 plus 6 here. Carson was top rookie. I'm seeing it now. Off the charts, but you gotta play it market smart. Close out, cause he pulling up from Harvard Yard. Gang green, it's no other way. So tune in to the pod if you plan on staying up today. You heard? <laughs> AJ, I, I see you, player. She. Welcome to Anything is Potable! The Boston Celtics podcast here on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sam Jam Packard, professional sports fan, and I'm joined, as always, by the kid, the god, the legend himself, Celtics beat reporter for The Athletic. That's right, Jay King, everyone. And we are coming to you today with a, a very special episode. We joined back with our uh, former partner, the reigning Jays, wrote again, and we did the annual tradition of picking and predicting every single game on the Celtics schedule. Uh, we went for an hour and a half last night. It was a wild ride. Uh, Jay, did how was your experience picking these games again? <laughs> it's, it's a brilliant, stupid thing that we do every season and twice last season. What a treat that was. We got to do the regular season and then the seeding games. And so we're going to get to do it twice none again. Of us, because none of us predicted a pandemic, though. So we're not 100% accurate in our projections forward. Although we did have to factor in the pandemic into these predict, uh, predictions. And so we will give you guys the second half of that uh, after me and Jay talk through a little bit of an existential crisis I'm having as a fan right now. But if you want to hear the first half of the uh, the season, um, you can go and listen to that on the Locked on Celtics podcast. Um, and then you can hop in and listen to the second half of it here. Uh, but Jay, there's just 
we talked about this a little last night. I don't think it was uh, turned into usable podcast audio, but you talked me off the ledge a little bit, but I'm struggling as a Celtics fan. Last year, I was all about optimism. I was all like, the Celtics don't have a chance to win the title, and so let's just enjoy the season. And this year, after coming so close to making the finals, after being the better team in the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm overcome with expectations. They were not I, the better team in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're more talented. They played in worse. The series, they, they were not better. If they don't turn the ball over at the ends of game one well, and they two. They did. They did. I know, but that is mental mistakes. That is like not indicative of their talent. I think they were a more talented basketball team. But that, with all being said, they were, you'll have to give it to me, they were capable of making the finals. They were indeed capable of making the finals after you wrote them off stupidly. I absolutely stupidly wrote them off, but now I have that expectation this year. The East has gotten much better, and now if they don't make the finals, I feel like there will be disappointed disappointment, and I just like, nothing's changed. The team has just run back. It's just harder to get excited because I know it's a championship or bust mentality. And that's just, uh, it's less fun of an approach for me. Now I don't get your reasoning. I don't, I don't get your reasoning at all that now that you know, this team is good, you're going to have trouble rooting for it. It's going to be, I mean, I'm not always going to be rooting for them, but you're going to have trouble enjoying it. The stakes are higher. Good. Why, yeah, because every small thing is... Why don't you just take the same approach you took last year, which is that whatever Because I didn't happens, believe in last year's team's finals capability, and now I've in, their being successful has instilled belief. And I, you, to be honest, I think the team has gotten worse on paper. The team has less talent now than it did last season, but I've raised my expectations. Believe me, this is all an exercise in me being an idiot, but I'm just trying to talk through this, and I need your help here. Here's what Brad Stevens would say. You've got to control what you can control. Which is nothing. <laughs> and and you can't control how last season went. You can't control the expectations externally. You can control your own expectations. You can control how you view the season. So you can look at the season and just enjoy it, no matter what happens. Because at the end of the day, let's take a, a bigger picture perspective here. The Celtics have Jason Tatum. The Celtics have Jalen Brown. The Celtics have Marcus Smart. The Celtics have Kemba Walker. The Celtics are really good with a chance to be better than that. And everything else is just gravy. If if they're really good, if Jason Tatum becomes an MVP candidate, which is at least in the realm of possibilities, if Jalen Brown becomes an all-star, if Tristan Thompson gives the Celtics a level of physicality that they needed, if... Jeff Teague exceeds your very low expectations. You've been trying to sell me on Jeff Teague for weeks now. Why? Why do you? Why are you against the Jeff Teague? I just don't I, know if Jeff Teague is going to carry them to the promised land. I think he's not a move need, needle mover for you. No, he is definitely not a needle mover. I think that it's just different for like for the past five years. There's been monumental shifts in the roster, and so there's been these big questions about fit are these guys going to work together it's like one year it's adding Al Horford next year it's uh kind of adding Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward then that doesn't work then you're trying to see how the big five work together last year it's like how is Hayward going to come back this year the question is is Jason Tatum going to go from a star to a superstar 
that's a fun question in itself. And so I, I, I may have to retract my initial problem. Point. Like you're looking at this as a fan, like a 22 year old made the all NBA team, third team, all NBA. And now you're looking at that. Like, like it's a bad thing. This is, this it's is just different, Jay. I'm just trying sick. to adjust because the team has not changed. They are just running it back. So it's going to be interesting to see how the players playing within the same system kind of get better and improve, but there's no kind of wild dynamic. And I don't know. You're right. I have to like, just stop thinking about expectations, live in the moment and just appreciate the basketball that's in front of me. I think that's also a hard part because of training camp. We have not seen any basketball. We've gotten pictures of guys practicing, but there's just been nothing. And that's why I'm very, very much looking forward to the Celtics playing the 76ers uh, next Tuesday in their first preseason game. Because basketball will be back. Maybe then I'll be getting the basketball spirit. The first time Tatum scores 40 points, you are going. The first time he hits a sidestep three, I'm going to be like out of my mind. Uh but here's here's the other thing you got to be excited about. This team is already good. You get to to see the the young guys early. You could fall in love with Aaron Neesmith. You this could is going to be a Grant Williams showcase. You could fall in love with Peyton Pritchard. You could fall even more in love with Grant Williams. Maybe Robert Williams does some things. So you have that upside there. If one of those guys hits, then you can stand him forever. Romeo Langford, throw him in that mix too once he gets healthy. And then the other part of it is if none of those guys pan out, which is possible, or at least if none of those guys are ready to like really claim a regular good role, then you've got the trade traded player exception. <laughs> that big old TPE. The greatest TPE in the history of TPEs. That's a, a huge point, and I, I, you told me about it last night, and I forgot about it today. Biggest trade exception ever. Uh, that's you could. That's just hanging over the season the entire time, up until the trade deadline. Anything could happen. Trade fake trades galore. You can acquire seventeen different players using it. Uh, you're right. It's going to be fantastic. And thank and you, Jay, for uh, for just breathing this uh, air of positivity into my Celtics fandom. Yeah, and you're talking about how they got worse on paper, right? How how quickly would it flip if if they use that traded player exception to go out and get like one good player, two contributing players? Like, th- there's a chance that they do that. That they split it up, get two players, three players. I don't want to say more players than that because that, that's <laughs> a lot of players. But I I do think that. If if their rotation is looking poor, if it's looking bleak early in the season because of injuries and because they're not a super deep team on the perimeter, that that trade deadline's gonna have some juice. It's gonna have some juice for the Danny Ainge. It's been a while since he pulled off a trade at, at the trade deadline. This could be it. Could be time. Oh, you're getting me. You're getting me pumped and jacked, Pete and Jade. Now, if any of these things happen, where would be the best place? you think to kind of read about all the Celtics latest and greatest Celtics news. I mean, there's only one place that matters in sports writing and that's the athletic. That is the athletic. The athletic has the best uh, NBA coverage just out of anywhere that exists. They have just brilliant team coverage. And right now you can get two subscriptions to the athletic for the price of one. And so 
Oh, you can gift one uh, to someone for uh, the holidays and then keep one to yourself. You can be a generous man and gift too. So if you want the great sports coverage, the daily coverage that Jay gives you and Jared Weiss gives you uh, right now, you can go to theathletic.com slash anything is potable and you can sign up for those two all access subscriptions for the price of one. That's unrivaled sports coverage for an unbeatable price. Go to theathletic.com slash anything is potable. That's right. Buy one, get one free, two all-access subscriptions for the price of one. We hope to see you there. Jay King, I mean, that's the only place where people can read your brilliant writing. <laughs> it is true. I mean, I wouldn't call it brilliant, but it's oh, writing. Oh, tell yourself short there, bub. It is writing. It is absolutely writing. And, uh, and, I, and I'm, more, I'm more of an optimist than Packard. Which, which you'll soon find out if you uh, tune in because we're about to do the second half of our picks. And uh, for the first half, which again, you can listen to on the Locked On Celtics podcast. We went through all of January. Uh, on the, Coming up right now, it's uh, us and John Corrales picking the second half of the, I guess, first half of the season. That's an odd way of saying the second quarter of the season. But you'll see that Jay's a little bit more optimistic uh, than John and I. Uh, but here we go, starting in February. That was a bad outro. <laughs> Here's Jay, John, and I talking about the Celtics schedule. <laughs> right now, it's the end of January. In the universe that uh, I control, the Celtics are 14-7. and seven. In John's universe, the Celtics are 14-7. and seven. And in Jay's universe, the Celtics are 15-6. and six. So... Pretty good I'm vibes surprised. going. I am surprised that Jay is more optimistic than just at least one game. But like, what do I have them at right now? Did you say fifteen, 15 and, and six? six. Yeah, wow, seems, seems Jay, in the, Jay in the lead, but also on a two-game losing streak. You had them at fifteen and four uh, before this uh, last two games. Yeah, it was a good start. Good start for the Celtics. I feel like I feel like this is a um, subdued, uh, jovial trip. Uh, plane ride, like not like big celebration because you just came off of the loss, but still like we're pretty good, you know. Okay, that was a tough loss, but we're we're okay. Better it's or like, worse than the famous Kyrie plane ride? That was the best uh, plane ride of all time. I mean, yeah, that's like they that's, played karaoke, people were singing, was, right? A lot, a lot of card games. It saved yeah. the season. That was for right, a couple right, day, sure. couple days. <laughs> uh, I remember sitting there in that gym at UCLA asking Brad Stevens about how he was so into that plane ride. The plane ride was like the biggest thing. Corrales had a terrible plane ride because he lost all of his luggage. I remember but, in San Francisco showing up in a leisure suit. I, I did. I did get my luggage. That was the blizzard where I, my flight was supposed to leave in the morning from Logan and it got jacked around. I was supposed to go from San Francisco and then I was flying into Oakland and then it was, it was just switched back and forth. But the good thing out of this was I got to go shopping for a completely new outfit that was paid for completely by JetBlue. So in the end, it worked out. And it was a By the way, nice I, um, I, I, I feel like I've got to take some credit for that because – Because he threw your luggage off that plate. No, that happened, <laughs> that happened to me one time. And I don't know right. whether you knew this before, but I found out through much questioning of the airline that they would reimburse me for clothes that I needed. Yes. And then I, I remember Tom Westerholm, his bag got lost. Right. And I was like, I was like, yo, Tom, 
like th this is awesome. This is the best thing that's ever happened to you. You're gonna get some fucking free clothes out of this. Yep. I so yep. I feel You're like right. in a small part. You're I, right. I was the reason that you got to get some there wonderful was, clothes that day. Credit where credit is due. That is correct because you know, <laughs> take your bow, get your flowers. This is true. I I you were told at the time. I was like, oh really? Okay. And I remember. The Celtics had their shoot around in San Francisco. And then Tom and I came out of that and we're like, all right, wrote our stories and said, I'm going shopping. All right, I'm going this way. I'm going this way. We both came back with like four bags worth of clothes. And the, all you tell JetBlue is, hey, look, I'm a reporter covering a nationally televised game. So here's my full suit. <laughs> and, and here we go. And they paid, for, they paid for everything except for a scarf. The scarf was like. They wouldn't pay for the scarf. scarf. Once I, because I took a, yeah, I, I bought a scarf because, and I, I like a coat. I got the whole outfit. The scarf was just one step too much. So, but that's all right. <laughs> you really <laughs> try to take advantage of that. I respect it. I did. I did. I did. I, I mean, I, I think I got like four or $500 worth of stuff there. So, but, you know, it was necessary. I have to, you know, I can't show up to a game like a slob. What am I? Especially in front of Warriors PR. I mean, those guys. Those guys nice. are great. I can't show up there looking like Jay King on a practice day. I got to dress up. The kid looks so, beautiful. The kid looks like NBA coaches will look. <laughs> they have to wear business casual. And Jay, I don't think I've ever seen you in business casual. I don't do you own a polo shirt? I got polos, bro. You ever see worn slacks and like penny loafers? Nobody calls them fucking slacks. Who, who's slacks? Cool. Jay, I'd love to see you in a nice pair of slacks and some maybe some dungarees. Loafers. Yeah, I would smack the shit out of you before I wore slacks. <laughs> Hashtag Jay King wear slacks. Use it, folks. I use slack. I'll give you All some right. slack. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Celtics at Golden States. I The Warriors are an interesting team. Um, without with with Kelly Oubre and without Clay Thompson, obviously, obviously not as good. But like, I, I just it's so hard to say. Like, how's Wiggins going to go with these guys? With Clay, I'm, I'm sorry, with Steph back, with Draymond being like engaged and 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 fully like participating. So um, let's. I think. Um. I'm going to say the Celtics win this game. Screw it. I'm going to say the Celtics win. I'm going Celtics, Celtics lose this one. This is going to be another loss. This is a tough streak. Tough streak for them in my uh, my forecast here. But 
Stephen Curry is going to go bonkers. He's just going to go bonkers. Bonkers. A very J. King word. It's going to be one of those days where Jalen Brown like gets caught looking the wrong way a couple times. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He leaves wide open three-point shooters. Yep. And it's going to be Steph. And huh. <laughs> the Warriors are going to going to win that one only by a few points. It won't be a blowout like the Lakers game was. But now Steph. the Warriors season is just going to be a, a just there's a cloud of sadness over it ever since the clay got rehurt. Doesn't, doesn't feel sadness, bro. He I mean, allow sadness a man, a man that pretty is never going to feel sadness, but I don't know if it can <laughs> translate to the rest of the team. I mean, you had Steph Curry giving interviews when he's just like, he was crying his eyes out when he heard out about Clay. They're going to be trying to recapture the magic. And I just don't think in a Western conference, I think they'll be competitive some games, but it's just not going to be, it's not going to be the same. I think the, the, the Warriors magic is just not there. Celtics win. Okay, then Sacramento, Celtics win. Sacramento, everyone on board. On a back to back. Yeah, I'll I'll give them that dub after after taking I think three straight elves to the mug in yeah. my forecast. So yeah, they're they're gonna beat the Kings. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that Friday night game is a loss to the Clippers. Jason oh. Tatum scores 47 points, <laughs> and the Celtics beat the Clippers. I don't know. I think it's going to be like a tough one. It's going to be like a last second shot. Like it's going to be something silly, like Serge Ibaka. You know, hits. Oh, man, that guy makes me upset. And you know he's going to hit at least he's five hit. threes. Right. I forgot right. he's on the Clippers. Oh, man, that's that's. But here's the thing. They've got Tice and Tristan Thompson now. Two dudes who can guard pick and pops. Two. Two, Two. centers who can guard pick and pops. Sure, sure. Can they score points though? Serge might not be a Celtics killer anymore. That would would be fantastic news. All right. Well, okay. I still got the Clippers down for a loss. So, what do you guys have? Celtics beat the Clippers. Jason Tatum scores 49 points. He's leaning in hard to his Jason Tatum versus LA theory, which I I got to respect. I have them losing this game just because, you know what? You got to lose sometimes. Yeah. And the Clippers have, are our talented. I also have them losing to Phoenix. I just, a 2 p.m. start uh, on a Sunday. That's early. In, yeah. Is that a 12 That's, o'clock start in Arizona? Don't call him Devin Booker. Don't no, call right. him Devin it's Booker. Booker, D-Book. He doesn't like to be called Devin. It makes him uncomfortable. Devin, Devin, yes, that's right. That's right. Wait, that's right. what? Someone needs to explain that story. He, he said that. There's a tweet going out. Search for that on Twitter. Just call me Booker, D-Book. Devin makes me uncomfortable. Or something like that. You can't really so, trust a guy who doesn't believe in his own first name. I mean, <laughs> I mean my first name is Matthew. Who would, who would call themselves something? I don't believe in my own original. first name. And it's I don't true. trust you on the court. I mean, we You call yourself time. Jam. You don't believe in your first name. Thank you for stumbling on the joke that I was making initially because I didn't even remember that your real name's Matthew. But then you walked into it, and so we're both frauds. Especially you. My name, <laughs> my name is John. Hi. Um, I think Chris this Paul's all on this team. Chris Paul's crafty guy. I think crafty. the Phoenix Suns are going to be a low seven seed. I think they might be a decent squadron this year. I got, I got, the, I got the Celtics beating Phoenix. I got that's Kemba's first big game of the year. 
The Celtics play some wild okay. games against the Phoenix Suns. I just, oh, we should point out how crazy this stretch is. Like, they have, I think it's nine out of 11 games on the road, including two against Philadelphia, one against the Spurs, one against the Warriors, one against the Clippers, one against the Suns, and one against the Jazz. Like, that is just a brutal stretch. And then one yep. of the two home games is against the Lakers. Yep. That is just a vicious, vicious stretch in the middle yep. of this first half of the season. Celtics still beat the Suns. But then they, yep. they lose to the Utah Jazz to conclude the road trip. See, I have them on a three-game losing streak to finish this out. I have them beating Golden State and Sacramento. I think this is just that that stretch just gets to the best of them. So they they lose to the Clippers. They lose to Phoenix. They lose to Utah. This is This is, for me, this is their tough stretch. I have them losing to the Clippers, losing to Phoenix, and beating Utah because I don't respect that uh, organization. And I don't like that city. And I went there once, and it wasn't fun. And so the Celtics are going to revenge my time in Salt Lake City. Now, Toronto. A couple days off Toronto. But the dreaded first game back from a long road trip. I don't know if this applies the same way because of COVID and they, they didn't have, like, whatever, that L.A. Friday night out or whatever. But – you still first game home from a long road trip. I'm going to say fourth loss in a row for the Boston Celtics. Ooh, I think Losing. they win that one. Plenty of rest, even though it's right after a long road trip. The the extra rest gives them a, a feeling of, that they haven't had in a while. After nine out of eleven on the road, they work over the Raptors. This will be the best the Celtics have played in weeks. Hmm. I, I like that. Is, I think this is the day where we're like, is this where the Celtics magic falls apart? Or like something like that. Is this, is this where the Celtics, like what, what's going on with them or, or whatever? Like they're, they're, this is going to be a, a tough angst. Tough Bad angst. A little angst there. Yeah, this is the angsty part of the schedule. But I have them winning because uh, I don't like anyone on Raptors Twitter and they always talk about uh Kyle Lowry and they talk about DeMar DeRozan too much and it just makes me angry and so <laughs> for this fake experiment uh they're not losing to the Raptors not especially the Tampa Bay Raptors at all this season I gotta remember to call them the Tampa Bay Raptors um so okay that's the loss but I do have a win that next uh two nights later Sunday night Detroit Pistons that's a win off the schneid Beating the Pistons by plenty. Big Question. W Valentine's Day W. Get your get your chocolates. Get your flowers. Celtics win by twenty three. Nice. That's nice. that's romantic as hell, dog. I agree with you. <laughs> uh, Denver Nuggets. Denver is going to be good. This is the this is their first game of of a road trip there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that, that the Celtics beat Denver. This is a back-to-back Denver Atlanta. I this is they turn things around. This is three wins in a row. Beat Detroit, beat Denver, beat Atlanta. This stretch could be kind of advantageous for the Celtics. A lot of home games in a row. Not like the craziest difficulty of schedule. Although Denver's tough, obviously. The Raptors are tough. Atlanta, who who knows? They could be pretty good, I guess. Um, no, that's wrong. I feel like Celtics start racking <laughs> up racking up wins here. I've got them beating Denver, Atlanta, and Atlanta again. Make it whew, 
five straight at home for the Celtics. I got four straight. I got two Atlanta wins. I got the wins this whole week. Valentine's week, sweet as chocolate, baby. Four wins in a row. Give it to me. All right. I'm with you guys on the Atlanta sweep. I don't think Atlanta's going to be very good. I think the Celtics lose to Denver because they have no answer for the chunky dime slinger, Nikola Jokic. <laughs> uh, but I think you're right. Being playing at home is going to be good. And this game, the second Atlanta game, no limits, no minutes restriction for Kemba Walker. Ooh, Kemba he's fully unleashed by uh, Friday, February 19th. We're going to get full Kemba, and that's going to be propelling the Celtics to play their best basketball in the first half of the season. Full Kemba, just in time to roast Trey Young, who plays no defense whatsoever. Yeah, that's I like that. I like that. Okay, Kemba runner on that day. Let's let's start wrapping this up here at New Orleans. New Orleans, an interesting team. Zion, what's he going to be? They lost to New Orleans How last year in New Orleans. That was that was the Kobe Bryant game. That was the that Kobe was the, game. It was very bizarre the, in the building. That was so that weird. Night. That was that, that was bad energy. That was bad energy that whole day. Um, I think, I think they win this game. I think they win this game. I got Celtics losing to New Orleans. Zion goes for. 37. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you got? I think I, I am going the complete opposite. Zion is shut down, is one for 14 from the field, Woo! ends up with nine Who's shutting him down? It's Who's a collective it? effort, but it's mostly Daniel Tice. It's Daniel Tice has four blocks, but it's mostly a team effort just combining, swarming double teams. Brandon Ingram, uh, he's not going to do anything. Uh, Celtics win by 24 because Zion is terrible. This is, this is a neat little stretch for the Celtics in the schedule here. They yeah. go from Trey Young twice to Zion to Luka back to Trey Young. Yeah, that's going to be a fun. That's going to be young, fun to watch. Young stars everywhere. I love Luka. I love Luka. He's, he's one of my favorite guys. Um, I think the Celtics lose in Dallas. So now I have the Celtics on a five-game winning streak. They lose in Dallas before beating Atlanta on the back-to-back. I've um, got I've got Celtics pulling off the victory against Dallas, holding Luka to 36 points, 14 rebounds, and 11 assists, which will be just just off his season averages. <laughs> and then I've got them. I'm gonna, they're gonna lose to Atlanta. They. I've had them beating Atlanta too many times recently. Yeah. I guess guess just twice. They're going to lose to Atlanta. Danilo Gallinari is going to have one of those games. And Bogdanovich, who almost joined the Bucs but didn't in a total fucking debacle, will will get buckets alongside Trey Young. And on the second night of a back-to-back, the Celtics just won't have the defense to to stop Atlanta's high-powered offense. No, no. See, this is when Kemba's back. Everything's grooving. Co- uh, Chris Tapps, Porzingis might have COVID at this point. And so I don't think the Dallas is going to be playing at full strength. I'm locking the Celtics in for a fi- not a five-game win streak, not a six-game win streak, but a seven-game win streak because they're going to keep winning through Atlanta, through Indiana, and all the way through Washington. They're going to finish out February on seven wins in a row. Lock wow. it in, folks. Lock it in. <laughs> okay. I've, actually, I've got them 
finishing out the first half. I'm going to one-up you. Maybe not one-up you. Indiana, Washington, L.A., and Toronto. Celtics go 4-0. Sweep the homestand. Wow. Against that group, which they're all pretty good teams, actually. At least pretty good teams. Sometimes great teams. But don't ever forget that Jason Tatum scores at least 50 points against every L.A. team. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, so I'll, I'll put a win for Indiana. I'll, I'll have, like, there has to be a crazy Westbrook game in here somewhere. So I'm, I'm going to give that to the Washington Wizards on the 28th. It's just it's a freak Westbrook just can't stop them type of performance. But – I had them losing to the Lake to the Clippers earlier. This is their revenge game, and I just I think the Celtics beat Toronto to close it out. I think the fourth there that Toronto game is Kemba Walker's best game of the season going into the break. Ooh. I think he drops I... 30. 30. Kemba Walker has 33 points, 11 assists, and seals the game with a steal on the defensive end for the Celtics, <laughs> winning 116 to 115. Ooh, close game. That's Ooh, like a hell of a game. That could, be, that could be one to watch, ladies and gentlemen. That's a pisser. I'm going to have the Celtics losing to L.A. and beating the Raptors because, again, I just can't stand Raptors Twitter and just not going to pick that. And so Raptors. we've gotten through 38 ball games, folks. You want to hear the record? Oh, let's go. Yeah, let's hear the records. What a 38 games. Up and down, roller coaster ride, wild 38 ride. games. Yeah. Jay King picking just wild win streaks uh, and being the most optimistic of the bunch, having the Celtics at wow. 28 and 10. 28 wow. and 10. Don Corrales, uh, a little bit that's, lower. That on does the sound a little on the high side. I, I might have to punt away some of those. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what do I now, have? With John Corrales having a tough. Celt four game losing streak for the Celtics on their West Coast swing, twenty five and thirteen, and then even he even headed just even keeled Jam Packer just bringing you middle of the road takes twenty seven and eleven, <laughs> very even keeled, rational Jam Packer. All That's right, me. well this is only half the season. We gotta come back and do it again. Come back and do this again yeah, at some point. Again. This has been as always a glorious. Predict the season. Podcast. Jake King likes to say electric, even. It, it says uh, it's, it's, it's electric. Every time it's we do an it, electric, it's electric podcast, every time we do this. It certainly is. I love it. We just scored 47 points in this <laughs> podcast. <laughs>